Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi and welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. This show is designed to give you actionable and practical help and advice which will improve your management skills and get you the best results you can. Make sure, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the show. You'll never miss an episode that way. And share it with someone else, because that drives up the ratings and others can find it. Now, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. So what makes a high performer at work? And how do we figure out what high performers are and what they do? And probably another more important question is, how do we keep high performers? Start by thinking of the guys around you and girls, obviously, in your workforce. The people who do the jobs day in, day out, in whatever department that you are running, they will follow a natural barbell curve of performance. You will know, without even thinking about it, without even having a spreadsheet or an end-of-year review, you'll know who your top 10% of high achievers are. I bet you can name them, I bet you can see them in your mind's eye now. And on average... They do, and this is no word of lie, 400% more work than the average workless work, worker. 400% more. Wow. You know, they're flawless. They've got pride. They innovate. They solve problems. They're the ones that will deliver results day in, day out. And you'll know, in the middle of the curve, is the majority of the people who work for you. They're in the middle of the curve. Nothing wrong with that. They're doing what they need to do. Don't mean that they're Anywhere worse, but they're just doing it. The boots on the ground. The good, reliable, steady eddies who get the job done. They turn up every day. They wouldn't run without them. They're good. They're not great, but they're good. Some of them may be slightly above average, some of them slightly below. But to be honest, they're good. And I, know, and I bet you can name them, guys. Now, the last part of the bell curve, the last 10% are the guys who are barely making the grade. And again... As a leader, you'll know exactly who those people are. So let's look at the bell you've got in your mind's eye. And you've got your great guys at one end, your guys in the middle, and your poor performers. Where do you put your efforts in as a leader? Yes, correct. To the bottom 10%. You spend more time with them. You're coaching them. You're training them. You're doing pips for them. You're getting them on courses. While the high performers are just getting on with it. Doing the 400% extra. And the high performance, you know, they're fine. They're good. You know, they're always good at seeing connections. They're scanning the horizons. They're getting the data you need. They seem to be born problem solvers, if that's a thing. And they love it. They never seem to say anything. They're just getting on with it. You know, they're well above the average. But they also start to see the attention you're giving to the bottom 10%. Because these people are so clever. Why would they not? And do you think they're high achievers? What do they start thinking? Well, I suppose they start thinking to themselves, well, I'm a high achiever. I've got a high achiever mindset. Performance is good. Uh, I'm seen as I'm above the benchmark, although I don't agree with benchmarking because I'm so good. But they are starting to look outside, aren't they? Because they're seeing you putting all that effort into those bottom 10%. And these people are not vindictively saying, well, just because Bob from the accounts who's really bad is getting uh, a load of training, I should leave. But they start to think, what's in it for me? 
but humans, what's in it for me? And we need to find and keep these people. We must motivate them and build trust for them. These high performers have got high potential. And if you've got high potential, they'll be turning into high performers. So there's a puzzle to be solved. You need to be able to find a way of making sure that we don't forget the top 10% of people. You know, we need to develop and retain them. And it's not one size fits all approach with your high achievers. It can be a bad idea sometimes to try to lump them into the same category. You know, just to give them a pay rise, they'll be fine. We'll give them a little bit more at the end of the year. We'll give them a bigger bonus. As high performers might not actually take it that way. It must be more, and that's why you need to do more as a leader, to keep the high performers. It's not what you do, it's what you don't do that will lose high performers. We like to scale people in our yearly appraisals, don't we? Back to my bell curve. But it's not just about that pay, is it? It's important that we have a pay, right? Of course it is. No one comes for free unless it's a voluntary. But how much time do we spend on our high performers compared to what we're spending on our low performers? As I said, with mentors, coaches, pips. You know, are we failing to get the resource in the right places? You know, should we be giving some more resources to the people at the fours and the fives, the top ends of these achievers and not just ignoring them? Because if to be not careful, these top performers will slip out the door before we know it and as soon as you lose your top performers the middle bell curve will start to get a bit jittery as well should i be going should i be looking that guy's left wow what should we do so how do we do it how are we going to support our high performers well high performers there's a fear that they are going to fail so there's a way of connecting to those guys to make sure that they understand that actually failing isn't a bad thing they can push the boat out they can be a little bit of that they may have a little bit of a nerve you know are they getting a little bit nervous can we have those conversations with them up front you need to make sure that you've got a safe place for these guys to have a voice and opinion so they can come challenge you in the right way to sort of call out what's on their plate and what they think as a high performer you can do as their manager to help them so it comes back to it as it always does the idea of the one-to-ones the feedback the coaching the mentoring all the stuff we need to do to make sure that these guys are given enough challenge something i've recently learned about is cognitive loading and it's it's a really interesting concept it's the amount and scale of mental resource required to maintain present executions of actions and to facilitate a plan for the near to far future. And that's not just at work. So cognitive load is something we should be aware about in all our team members, but definitely in high performers. How is their load? Are we loading them enough at work to be challenged? But also, are they loaded outside work? So again, comes back to the idea of listening to them, getting your good one-to-ones, allowing them to unload some of their load around the cognitive and see if we can do something to help them. And those things can be uh, as simple as building, uh, as they call a scaffolding, to support them. What does that need to be around that person? So what scaffolding do we need to make sure our high performers are working? That could be a bit more flexibility in what we do as a leader to help those high performers. How elastic are we in our approach? In bigger organisations, you can find a very rigid way of structuring. This is the work time. This is what we expect. This is how many holidays they get. They don't want to move because the the HR, rightly, have got to cover the whole bell curve. But when you're looking at your high performers, how do you reward and recognise high performers to make sure that they are motivated, that their load is not too hard, that it's not just about extrinsic rewards, but intrinsically, how are they being challenged? And this is the whole art form in itself, because if you don't start to recognise how much 
of a load is on your team, then how can we move them forward and get things we need out of them? We've got to encourage them. You've got to support them. You've got to create and advance a pathway for those high performers and high um, achievers to really do what they need to do to deliver the bottom line. Now, we 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 focused on helping as many people as you can, but there's only so much energy as a manager. So although you're going to have to do your bottom 10% because basically, you know, you need to improve them or you need to exit them. And that's as straightforward as it comes with those guys. Your high performers are a different one. They're your crown jewels. They're the major assets you need to try to protect and grow. Because if you start losing them, they're going to be in some serious problems. So I think as a manager, you need to take some time out of your diary and speak to those high performers. Look at what is motivating them. Look at where you can help change some of those dynamics you know when we talk about scaffolding what's the structure you need to put around those people how elastic and flexible can you be without affecting others too much to support them make sure the high performers you always see this in sports teams um, throughout whatever sport you like uh, especially when there's a team sport that they'll have one or two players who are really high performers are going to deliver and they'll build a team around those to give them the structure to get things done they'll allow things to happen and some say that's unfair we should all be treated fair well we assess people on performance so it's not fair is it you're assessed on how well you perform and if you're at the bottom of the bell curve you're going to help get a certain amount of help and if you're the top you should get another part of help some people have asked me about this and said, well, it's unfair, isn't it? You, you, you're taking the top performers and making them something special. Uh, as if it's an unfair playing surface. Well, it isn't. We're all on the same playing surface. If we all ran 100 metres and put 100% effort in, we'll all finish at different times because that's the nature of it. Same with your performance of your people. They're all going to be in different places. What you need to be doing is making sure you're capturing, helping and supporting your crown jewels, making sure that they feel that they've been you know, supported in work, Given the opportunities, given the autonomy to grow, to add value, to get those problems solved because that's what they want to do. And also the bottom guys are given an opportunity to improve, to move through into that middle part, to be the boots on the ground. You don't want to lose anyone. It's hard to retain people, but it's a lot harder if your top people delivering 400% leave because all you're left with is the guys in the middle. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm keen to hear your thoughts on the show, both good and bad. So please send me your feedback, as it's a gift, to managermatpodcast at gmail.com. I answer all my own emails and would love to engage on new topics or revisit some old ones. One last thing, please try to apply what you've learned today because words are cheap and actions drive the world. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this manager map podcast we hope you found it interesting helpful and actionable one last thing please leave a quick review on itunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of manager Matt. if you haven't already done so please subscribe to the podcast and if you did like anything in particular send an email to manager podcast at gmail.com or visit managermat.co.uk for more content Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.